You know, I got okay. I got a vinyl player for my birthday from my mum. Uh, vinyl player? Yeah, vinyl player. This is a very this is a very British way of saying a record player. I don't think the British even call it that. I'm pretty sure that's just Andy. Just... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Because, like, a record player is... Okay, whatever. But... I, I dug up my old magnetic tape player. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It plays vinyls. But I also... <laughs> Making player, feel shame. A record player is so generic, though. Like, it could be fucking anything. <laughs> it plays one thing. <laughs> it plays records, Andy. Are CDs not records? No. No, they're <laughs> CDs. <laughs> not, we're not doing this hot dog sandwich taco shit. Uh, well, to me. How many times has the hot dog sandwich <laughs> thing come up in our pre-roll? That's what I want to know. We've lost those files, so we can't recover that information. But, but I... At least half a dozen times it's come up. Well, if it's ever, whoever's doing the pre-roll, you know, should know that this is the long conversation about whether a hot dog's a sausage or a hot dog or something. I can't remember. <laughs> yep, you what got it. it. Nope, that was right. Sausage. That's it. Nailed That's it. it. Fuck. Yeah. That's definitely Easy. it. Yeah. Is a hot dog a pasty? <laughs> is a hot dog a pasty? You know what? A pasty, a pasty's just a pastry. It's just a meat pastry. It's a subgenre of pastry, and so when you when so I was what? like, "Oh, a pastry," you're like, "No, a pasty." I was being gaslit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a pastry. <laughs> We're not doing this. We're All literally right. not doing this. Hello and welcome to Keyframes, a podcast about anime. I'm your host, Ben Halliburton, and with me today is Andy. Hello! Jeff. Hello! And John. Hello! Almost musical. We have a lot on the menu today. We're going to be talking about the end of the fall 2018 anime season. I can never get the the seasons right. Some of the end, anyway. I'll I'll get back to it. Some of the end. Don't worry. And then after the end. Uh, and then we will be talking about our spotlight anime, 2010's Surdemo Machi wa Mawatieru. And yet the town moves. Uh, How about that? And yet the town moves. <laughs> no, I preferred I preferred your version. Or just or Surimachi. Sor- just Sor- 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 Yeah, yeah. They tell you to they tell you to call it that in like the first episode. <laughs> anyway, well, before we get to that fun, we have to talk about anime. First off is one that's a continuation from an anime that we watched earlier last year, Golden Kamui, uh, which I think we first talked about as you saying that you'd love to see it as an anime, John, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Did you watch all of it? Yeah, I'm finished with uh, with what's aired so far. Well, as our source material expert, what did you think of it? Uh, it was good. It actually went past what uh, the source material that I have read. So I don't know how it stands up to the original. Probably sucks. <laughs> i don't know i have mixed feelings about about i really liked it i liked how much happened and how many characters we got introduced to and all the things that happened it really but does just throw a lot of characters at you just non-stop barrage well i've heard uh there were claims as in e-virus referenced it in his blog that that they are just like cutting side arcs left and right to try to chug ahead to that one stopping point. Hmm. And man, it was moving fast by the end. Yeah. The the assault on the prison, which takes up like three and a half episodes, is yeah, just like there's a million things happening. They're over here and they're over there. And yeah. 
it was good to see like immortal Sugimoto like really in action where he gets shot in the head and is still alive from that. But <laughs> spoilers, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really like it. I think that the best part about Golden Kamui, and this was especially the case, is the richness of Ainu culture and the geographical setting and mm-hmm. the historical details makes like lets you sink your teeth into the characters more where like i like all the characters there even like the weird annoying ones mm-hmm. uh yeah even yeah. even the uh yandere trans woman that we had to deal with who thankfully didn't pop up that much uh in the second season yeah i mean all those things that you like it for are why i really wanted to see it adapted so i'm glad that you like it for those reasons also mm. man it is really gay sometimes yes it's it's, it is uncomfortably gay i feel like it's gayer even than than jojo which is saying something oh it's definitely Uh, it's far more explicit like that that (laughs) when they fucking go start sumo wrestling after eating that otter soup which i guess is supposed to be an aphrodisiac because otters mate for life eating their meat is an aphrodisiac Uh, (laughs) and so they all like get like hot and have to take off their clothes like let's rest like it's all their inner monologues were like man sugimoto's really hot (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny and i was watching it at work and i was like ah i probably shouldn't be watching this at work it's a little too explicit (laughs) you're just like no 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 boss this is only gay baiting this is an actual (laughs) yeah yeah they're not it's an actual gay media it's not canon gay so you don't have to worry about it (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's funny because i keep i think i talked in the past about how golden comedy is just kind of this like warm bath that i get into um, and then do nothing <laughs> involving sharp objects or my wrists. Uh, just enjoy soaking in it and feeling good. And like that was how it was the whole way through. But like, as someone who's more and more started watching anime as it's airing and kind of getting used to that rhythm, it's very easy to fall behind if you're not feeling enthusiastic about the next episode. Yeah, the Golden Comedy, sure I was is. always just happy to watch another episode of it. Yep. And that was a good feeling. Yeah, well, I'm with you 100% there. I, yeah. uh, I also started buying the English uh, volumes again and... Uh, uh, sorry, the, the manga, obviously. Uh, yeah. And catching up to where the anime is. And, God, the art's so good in the manga. Yeah. That's that's my one, like, one criticism of the anime is that it just does not look as good. Which I, I would not expect it to look that good all the time, but even at its best, I think it's not quite as good as the manga can be. I mean, it's largely just kind of average yeah. art. Like, I think that they, by the end, they'd gotten on top of the Bronco that was making... St- cg art looked like 2d art but it was still like never a particularly visually <laughs> impressive the anime, fire always so. looks bad <laughs> yeah well that's just even fire. even well, when they set the the prison on fire at the end it's still that weird just weird looping like half alpha gif of, yeah. <laughs> of mm. just fire has uh, anybody been paying attention to the the sales numbers like have they been doing a lot of reworks for the blu-ray releases or no idea. i don't know i don't think it's doing particularly well mm. i think that it's and i especially got that since i don't have the numbers um they didn't post them and the way that we get them using amazon rankings is is unfortunately gone now because amazon didn't like people using their api like that mm. kel Supri's. But uh, no, I think it just, it, I think it just, it did fine. It boosted manga sales, which is what the company wanted. And just with the incredible finale with which, finality with which they tied up the ending uh, of the second season, I I don't think it's going to have any life after this. So mm. that's a shame. It was in yeah. finality in, in a, in a, in a, in a situation that wasn't particularly final, but the way they were talking about it uh, just like, 
yeah. the characters having a psychic conversation about how about how they'll see each other again someday yeah. is very <laughs> <laughs> oh man they're like wow yeah they're they're not coming back because I thought for a second, I was like, oh, they're going to be hunting each other. That seems like a good plot for the third season. And then, like, <laughs> Sugimoto and Asirpa meet in a dream. Yeah. And, and, and there's like, this anime is over. <laughs> Man, talk about psychic uh, psychic talking. The I watched a My Hero Academia movie, which isn't good. Um, I'm not going to get into Whoa, it. Whoa, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, there's something about, like, shonen animes where, like, shonen anime films where they purposely they want it to make it tied in but then they also make it as away from the source material as humanely possible and so this one's set on an island that no one's heard of and then nobody leaves that island because it's a secret island full of high-tech equipment so therefore uh, nobody can leave because then they'll spill the inf- the beans about the information the equipment that they know so not only is it a contained island that's never going to get any mention in the manga it's also got people who are never going to come off that island because if they do they'll be taken away by like evil people or something <laughs> and, and, so just blatantly just being like this is not canon <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then but there's an amazing scene where there's like a five minute conversation between all might and deku and they just talk psychically with like nods, not even like next to each other. One <laughs> like like All Might is tied to the ground, facing upwards, and then is looking through a glass ceiling, a domed glass ceiling, where Deku is on the roof looking at him. And they have this huge conversation. And it's not just like, I'm gonna get you out, All Might, it's okay. It's like All Might's been like, No, you can't do it. It's too risky. It's like, I know it's risky, but I do it for the good of the family, la la la. It's like you gotta do it. And then and then they're just like, Oh, all right, All Might, all right, Deku, you do it. I trust in you, I believe in you. I'm just like, fucking hell, this is five minutes of screen time where they're just sort of like shaking their heads at each other. <laughs> Mental. Um Yeah, that's that I mean <laughs> the the tendency in certain like mediocre anime for like extended psychic or implicit conversations <laughs> is a very easily parodied thing about anime. <laughs> yeah. that, that sounds like it would be a great like comedy bit in a different show i mean you know, the great... well i mean the, i've also seen it played straight and enjoyed it because like it, it seems like it's fully aware of how absurd it is and it's not playing it as a joke but it, it like leans into it and uh probably the best example i can think of off the top of my head is kuroko's basketball because by yeah, the end of that show say... like, like they are they develop these superhuman powers that mm-hmm. are they, they don't explicitly call them superhuman but they are and then they just start having these conversations like strategizing as they're playing and throwing the ball around well, really pretty not, like it's not it's not even that because then the people in the audience are finishing each other's sentences about too, what yeah. they're doing next it's like <laughs> in, it's like the speed wagon of jojo's season one who is completely useless but knows what's going on so can be the commentator to everything <laughs> yeah, it's like too. it's like there were five commentators in like a single episode each because they're probably pretty well known by now and famous so they've got to get a line in it's like why is almina even in here because he's not even in this fucking fight but yeah he's there sitting at the side being like oh good thing i lent him those trainers they're really useful to do do, do, do." and you're just like okay fucking whatever but yeah (laughs) it's all just sort of but that's like dumb shonen like fun tropes of like them all thinking the same thing at the same time and understanding it all whilst this is two a conversation between two people which is even more ludicrous because they're not even and one of them is physically restrained and therefore can't do anything (laughs) besides yes oh and there's also a fucking like there's a one of them creates a, a, like a armor for Deku, and it's an arm that it's a gauntlet that wraps around his arm that can do 
in in their words, exactly three punches before it breaks, and he won't be able to hurt his arms. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay, so now he can't be hurt, but he can still use his powers. Tick like fucking out, and then and then he and obviously he uses it like three or four times, uh, mm. and then more than he should have. Uh, and then also he didn't fight any people; he fought robots because you can kill robots, but you can't kill robots when uh, you're little. You know, it's funny. It's funny that they would let him use his arm like that because in the show they've been very consistent <laughs> yeah. about not making him use it. Like he's yeah, explicitly exactly. developed a fighting style that does not use his arms anymore. Exactly. But this, he's, got, he's got an armor arm thing that just <laughs> protects just... <laughs> protects him for exactly the duration of the movie. And it breaks. <laughs> it's, it's not even like a, a gauntlet. It's like something he puts on. It's like a band that he just has. And then he like. <laughs> and then before he goes off to this stupid fucking prom, so they can all look mega cute in their like prom uniforms. Like he goes, oh, forgot that bike bracelet. Better put it back on. Just like fuck me, Deku. All right, yeah, go on. <laughs> and then he and then he uses it like ten times or whatever. Ridiculous. It, it yeah, because it, oh, it's bad. But anyway. Um, I didn't but mean anyway. to rant about that. <laughs> no, this, is, this was not on the schedule. You just kind of <laughs> jumped, jumped right activated like a Manchurian candidate when you heard psychic conversation. <laughs> uh, I was going to big up real quick Banana Fish because, uh, like, I guess the gay stuff that happens in... Um... Well, that's, like, explicitly text, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's actual um, gay stuff in Banana Fish. Mostly rape, which is always the funnest ones. Um, it's about I think we talked about it at the show it's about a pretty boy called Ash Lynx who uh, finds who's a downtown gangster and then he um, sort of gets embroiled in this drug called Banana Fish that he just wants to work out what happens and uh, you know and then he and it's all done with like CD underground people it eventually culminates in a fight between him and a guy called Goldines who's like the mob boss but also was basically his pimp and it gets really weird with him because he makes him his son, uh, literally his son, uh, which is very weird. It gets adoption papers out and everything. Um, and then, you know, he's but he's also was like a child prostitute and was has been was pretty much raped by every adversary in that show. It's like, how do you know this guy's evil? Oh, because he raped Ash Lynx. Yeah, right. It makes sense. Uh, <laughs> and it's. It wasn't like I remember uh, reading a couple of articles back back when this was at start, like in the mid season when Goblin Slayer was kicking off, and uh, I I can't remember who the out the studio is. Is it PA Works or Mapper? I was thinking it's um, Goblin sure. Slayer. I think it's no 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 not Goblin Slayer. Um, Banana Fish. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. I th- anyway, whatever the studio is, um, they, it's Mapper. It's it, Mapper. It is Mapper. Yeah. Um, whatever the studio is. There was like some debate or strife because the guy was like, "Why isn't our show getting any controversy? We've got we've got rape, we got gay rape, we got <laughs> oh, no. we got we got uh, we got all the other lovely sort of stereotypes. We have got loads of murders, we got child prostitution. Why aren't we getting like people chatting about it and throwing it up in arms? And it's just because it's really tame, like it's really explicit and." goblin slayer because i watched the first episode and was like yeah that's pretty explicit but this one like most of the buggery is done off screen and then um there's a title (laughs) 
And then, like, you just sort of walk back and they've all got their clothes on. And even Ash Links, who's somehow, like, tied up but also been anally violated, also still has all his clothes on, including his jeans. And it's just like, okay, so as a violator, you nicely put his pants back on, did you? And then Mm. walked out the fucking prison cell. And it was just so, like, defanged and so, like, tame. It was just like, I didn't really care. And then on top of that, the ending, it's so... There's that whole trope where gay guys can't have a happy ending, right? I'm, ima- I'm not yeah. imagining that. Yeah. It's, yep. it's that. Like, they're not explicitly gay because they, I don't know, I guess it was of the time. It's a pretty old manga, right? It's about yeah. 70s, 80s. Where they 80s, I think. Yeah, so I guess the source material couldn't explicitly state that they were gay. Or maybe it was because I haven't read the source material. But um, yeah, it was definitely like they had a friendship and a, a friendship that was stronger than just like friends and then fucking i'm gonna ruin the ending because no one's gonna watch it Ashley, okay spoiler warning <laughs> at, at the very end uh i can't remember his name i think it's Mak- makoto whatever his name was he fucks off back to japan uh because he gets shot for like the 10th time and then this was the time when his mum was like no you've got to come home you've been shot four times and this one you're in hospital now so you've got to come home to this gun wound and just like okay fine and then ash like defeats the Goldzinez and the other like weird like fucking army guy who comes out of nowhere uh and and then like the this random side character just stabs him and then he dies at a library reading a piece of paper like reading his the letter that ash links left him just like the the fuck the, the, actual, <laughs> the actual fuck I mean, it's not even that like he died and then people and then like got hospitals or stuff like he's the end shot is him lying on the like lying on a because it's in the big public library in New York, and so it's like a big trestle table, and then um, he's lying in the center of it, like with the with the uh, note with the letter underneath his face, covered in blood by the way, and then a woman comes up, shakes him, and being like, "Hey, you can't sleep here." Oh, but you've got such a peaceful face. I guess a few hours more won't hurt, and then fucks off. I'm just like he's dead. What about the blood? Did you not notice? Uh, but yeah, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> like the huge it, blood wound that was out of his body, and then the blood that was on the fucking like pieces of paper that was underneath his head. It's like you didn't even bother to look at that. You're like, huh, he was just eating a, nice a lot of chili, and then he fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> in his chili. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it must just be. It must be in a very like weird kind of like rating adult theme space as a gay male action drama published in shoujo trades in the 80s like who was reading that <laughs> yeah and, and and then on t- i mean for what it's worth banana fish is really famous like it's a very well uh-huh. revered manga series um but like like jojo is another example of something else like the modernization they modernized banana fish which meant that a lot of the stuff didn't make sense like when they had to like pan over the data to Goldinez because of something, the Japanese guy got caught, his lover, and then they had to like he would do anything for him, uh, and so he like, hands over all the data and he comes in with like a gun and being like hand over all the data, put it all on the CD, and then I'm just like mate, you're using mobile phones, just fucking black it back it up to the cloud and be like yeah no yeah I've given it to you, that's all the research <laughs> mate, it's fucking fucking all done, but because no, in the original 80s when it was current like they they didn't have that stuff. But then, yeah. like, Jojo, Jojo season five, 
it is of that like not, like early 2000s period and they've kept it even when it's down to like the really ugly goofy huge laptops and like <laughs> the the really weird font that comes across in all the computer scenes so like then that works because it's of that period but then they modernize it and it sort of like the plot points sort of fall around at the fall apart at the seams a bit hmm. so yeah it's not that good um, wow wait <laughs> see it sounded like you were positive on it before we started recording <laughs> no I don't know. It's it's. You enjoyable. said you, you literally did say you liked it yeah. before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I liked it because the action scenes, <laughs> the stuff that was good, the, the animation was really good and really solid. The action scenes are really solid and really good. But um, apart from that, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I've sort of come around talking myself around to how it's not that good. <laughs> that it seems like it does seem like it has a lot of like little like flaws that would probably get under your skin over a while if they're not really addressed. It sounds like an old anime. It's weird, which is weird because it's you know brand new. But yeah, and it's got really sweet moments, like when Ash and I think I do think his name's Makoto. I'm not going to check it. Uh, Okamura Eiji. Okum- oh, Eiji. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's his. That's the dad. I think, isn't it? No, Eiji's oh. the kid. Oh, Eiji. Right. Whatever. Uh, yeah. When like <laughs> they have they have some really nice like moments when they're sort of like relaxing between fight shootouts, and they've got some really sweet moments and. You know, there's a lot of sweetness in it. There's a lot of goodness. There's a lot of good characters, a lot of good character development. And certainly, like, when Shooter becomes, uh, gets killed and, oh, I guess that's spoiling that, but whatever. Like, <laughs> there's there's some good moments in there, um, but it's just peppered with odd shit. That, and especially the ending just gets ruined. Um, well, I'll finish it. I'm on yeah. episode eight. <laughs> I believe in you, buddy. One day. <laughs> you got you got 16 episodes to go. That's it. Yeah, that's 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 what no time at all. Yeah, <laughs> finish that off in an evening. I know I did after dinner and before before your bath. <laughs> well, to transition to a show that uh, we also all started out fairly bullish on and ended in a weird place. Uh, over the break, I finished Zombieland Saga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the flop foretold by John. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna say I enjoyed all of it, and I, I liked every single episode. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad at all. But then again, this is totally my cup of tea with a fucking biscuit beside it. You're not alone. Written, it's very with popular. A, with, like a with, lot of yeah, people love it. With so. a cafe latte art with my face and name on it. Like, <laughs> that's that's how much it's my anime. If the, but the thing is, like, so so John claimed that he didn't like it because it's reported speech him. it's reported speech <laughs> that he didn't like it because it was an idol anime with zombies in it as opposed to what he wanted which was a zombie anime with idols in it and i actually think that my problem with it was that it was neither of those things it was a weird ensemble character drama that focused way too long on people who this happens a lot in anime. I feel like is people who just like have drama because they just need it. They're like self-sabotaging. I think I, when I finished it, um, my complaint was that the back half of Sakura's arc came out of nowhere and made no sense. Mm-hmm. Like her random getting her memories back and not wanting to be an idol and being convinced that like 
it's one thing if they if you fail all through life and it's always your fault, but literally every time she failed was because something random and shitty happened to her. And so her just being like, I can't be an idol. I'm just not cut out for it. And it's like, no, you got screwed over. Like she was late to her college her high school entry entrance exam because she like stopped to help an old lady and then was late. Yeah. And it's just like And it was Yeah, really- the universe really has it out for you, doesn't it? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh I mean, to to comment on that point, I th- I was under the impression it was more that it wasn't the world is out to fuck her over. It was more that every time she actually genuinely puts in any effort to attempt to do something and strive to be a better person, God or fate or karma knocks her down. And but then, I, but, th- but I guess but, she only had three important memories of her life. Yeah. <laughs> my, my my big problem with it is like yeah, like they sort of like just dropped in all of that information because like you never had any information as to who she was beforehand but all of yeah. the things that like her friends used to cheer her up also didn't happen in the show like yeah they're like oh remember the time that like you said that you like i made you smile and that made me feel so good and it's like when did that happen like we've had multiple episodes about all of you people and none of these things ever came up once we were too busy having two separate episodes about biker girls past oh i like yeah. that I like that. No, cast a lot. I like that. That, that. Like that was that was my that episode, the second one, uh, where she meets like her f- her friend and former like motorcycle gang members' daughter, who is running a ridiculously inept and failing <laughs> motorcycle gang. Yeah, and like that, like it is that two episodes. They should not. They should not be nailing down char- like <sighs> character notes in the in the ninth or tenth <clears throat> episode of a twelve episode anime. And I don't care about most of these people. Why did why did the the geisha girl not get her own character episode? No, she was the only one who didn't. She kind of uh, did in the mountains a little bit, but not really. I know what you're saying that. You mean you mean the episode that was all about how Sakura wanted people to try harder and was yep. they didn't try harder? <laughs> yep. I she mean, had she had she had one scene to herself in that. Why does everyone else get like a long boring thing of like, oh, I'm an old fashioned idol who doesn't believe in people touching me or taking pictures with me? And she's like, I'm going to quit being an idol because I don't, I don't, I can't handle this. And yeah. like, oh, you can be an idol in your own way by not letting people touch you or take pictures of you. And it's just like, ugh. just all the, ma- all the manufactured drama and how they want us to believe that like Fran Shushu made it as an idol group against the odds when they were literally inexplicably popular from the very beginning. I don't know what they wanted the emotional payoff of this episode or the show to be. So I think the, they want the payoff to be that you buy the mobile game that is based on. Yep. I'm pretty. It's not based on it, but my prediction is is that they're going to make a mobile game of it. If they don't have a mobile game ready at the moment that the last episode airs, then they have fucked up their rollout schedule. Because yeah, people are going to people are going to forget about this by the end of next season. You say that, but it's Psy Games, and look at fucking Uma Musume. That is also meant to have a mobile game. That was produced. That was announced before the anime aired, and that still hasn't got its mobile game out. And <laughs> it's like yeah. the uh, Evangelion manga where it started before the the anime aired and aired. <laughs> And finished shortly before the third rebuild <laughs> movie <laughs> came out. It's uh, great. It's just that Sadamoto like took his time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the, I just think you know it's gonna do well because if Psy Games is back in it, uh, Grambly Fantasy, they'll put some DLC stuff in the uh, Blu-ray sales and they'll bump the Blu-ray sales like they are for Uma Musume, which is ridiculous because it's like thirteen thousand copies sold. Of Arc like, System season. Works is making a Grand Blue Fantasy fighting game and it looks really. Nice, and I kind of want to play it. I'm, yeah, it I'm, uh, <laughs> that's all I got. It looks Gram, really nice, yeah. yeah. Grand Blue's kind of, um, I don't know. I tried playing it. I wasn't that invested. Yeah, oh, I'm not going to play the mobile game. 
Anyway. That's, Any, that's anyway, Zombieland Saga. Yeah. Like, it, it was very... It wanted to be a lot of things, and if it was any one of them better, it would have been better. Like, I even kind of like the idea that... I don't know. Like, if we had groundwork laid for the fact that, like, this is someone who, courtesy of their amnesia, is actually really good at something they think that they're cursed to be bad at... Uh, would be cool, but it's not. It just comes out of nowhere. She just literally wakes up after, after I forget what, even what the trauma is. Oh, she gets hit, she by, gets, she again. Gets hit by the lolly again. Oh, yeah. which actually makes sense, I guess, but, to a degree. I guess, but and then she's like, oh, and everyone's just like, you're already an idol, and she's like, no, I could never be an idol. And she, they're like, you're literally already like a famous idol, and she's like, I can't. The universe will stop me from being an idol. And it's just like, bitch, you're stopping yourself from being an <laughs> yeah. idol. How about that? Also, How about like, that? I, I mean, also, I think, I mean, my p- other prediction is that it's going to get a second season somewhere down the road because they also in- announced like the fucking producers like ten second backstory with yeah uh, that would be yeah. a, that would be a weird cliffhanger well, yeah because they they, they <laughs> like seeded that. all the idea that there's like a bunch of other dead people who are like hanging around and doing stuff because like that's what people eating dried squid means is that they're a zombie right mm. well that's what it well yeah. Okay, I have I have a sort of half-assed question here. Right. Um, my favorite part of what I watched was the rap battle in episode what two or three. It never uh, got that yeah. good again, right? No, so the reason I liked it is part. not just because it was like a cool rap battle, but like it also had emotional weight behind it with the way that uh, Sakura and Biker Girl were you know going back and forth, and and then mm-hmm. you had the crowd like responding to it, and it was like not only was it fun to watch, but it was also meaningful. And you're saying that it never got there again? <laughs> no, they, they no. And their characterization meet like after the after I think the last one that's just like an episode where fun stuff happens is the like the the mud derby. Oh, that's yeah. the last episode one. I watched. I was like, eh, um, eh. and after that, it's, it's just standalone character things okay. where one of the six members is like, "I have a problem. I don't think this is good," and everyone's like, "No, it's good." And then by the end of the episode, <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, it's good." Um, <laughs> Good. They, good yeah good, and they, good. they even have like a special room in the house that they go to so you know <laughs> whose episode it is yes <laughs> oh, I forgot that's about true that. yeah uh, <laughs> i guess that didn't connect with me because i watched it every as soon as it came out i look, i i don't know i maintain that i really enjoyed it but as i, no, said, I mean people are allowed to have thing. fun with something but i just think like it is a it has a lot of wasted potential i need to know and... what like what did they do with squid girl what what happened with her? Anything? Uh, Ikamusume, you can't take her hat off or she dies. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay Ben. I knew you. No. Got, I knew the second I said Squid Girl, I knew. I just. Oh, knew. Do you mean Ty? Yes, yes. the legendary Ty. Nothing. 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 She's really. still just Nothing. a fucking yeah, brainless she's, zombie. She's well. She's she, instrumental in Sakura coming back around to. No, like, oh, actually, she's maybe she's no. It's like, it, stage, but, like stage two of five of her coming back around. <laughs> it's a long process. And like yeah. the whole, like I mean, like they sort of like retroactively make it so that the reason Tay can do anything at all and not just chew on people's heads is because Sakura has been like painstakingly training her like a puppy to (laughs) go along with all of their stuff. And like, that's why like, you know, from like the fourth episode on, she could be relied upon to like be part of an idol group. (laughs) Just, just stand in the back and kind of vaguely do the motions. But she's just never anything. That's just, no, we don't, we don't find out who she is. We don't find out like why she didn't wake up like the rest of the zombies. But it, it it just shows that like Sakura's caring mattered because it helped this like zombie kind of act like a human being, but not really. It's it's a kind of cute moment when like Tay is trying to like mm-hmm. yeah. teach Sakura how to dance because Sakura refuses to dance because she's yeah. she's in like petulant little child mode <laughs> of the like extremely 
ossified arc that characters go through in Zombieland Saga, Mm -hmm. where they have an initial disagreement, and then they're just like, no, I won't do anything. I won't be part of this idol group. Yeah. Which is that like... Is that like how other idol shows handle it? Where just someone's just like, I'm not an idol anymore. And everyone's like, no, you're an idol. And she's like, no, I hate um, it. I mean, my dead dad makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> or my live dad makes me sad. Because <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, certainly in the first season, it's a pretty common thing for most of the uh, characters of the first of the band to go through some sort of uh, emotional turmoil and strife. And yeah, like Love Live is especially trope for this where it's literally every character has their own episode so like i said it was nothing that i wasn't expecting mm. um and, like and and i but then again you know if there's a second season which i think there will be i'll be i'm so excited for it i'll be up for watching it and i think you guys might watch it too i don't know yeah you I, watch I, don't, the second I don't season? know i will have to hear that it's good from someone who was not just like lols oh my god tay so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I I didn't get annoyed with the show until the very last episode, and if like if they had seeded those moments throughout the series, I probably wouldn't have turned on it at all. But like, cause like I was fine with like the the individual character stories. Like I thought they were all they all had their charm. Like I think the two like previous idols are too similar for me to really oh yeah bother to differentiate them. <laughs> the eighties and the two thousands idol who both yeah. it's just one of them's old fashioned and the other is scared of lightning. Which because man? She will, because okay, she was okay. killed by lightning. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but like, okay, look. Here's something really important. How is that festival not shut down? Three people. <laughs> three people have been hit by lightning while performing at that festival. Now, how are yeah, they allowed but, to have that festival still? Three, the, three people. One person was killed, and the other two are zombies. But came out like, but like, no, yeah, like, well, no, like how, the, the like first, how is actually, it just like wait, all wait, lawsuits? Wait, 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 wait. Slow, slow, hold your horses, there, darling. If I remember correctly. That was the first one after she died, wasn't it? Did she? Did they not? not and then she couple? immediately gets hit by lightning again, and they're like, "Oh yeah, shit, we should just." Let, we should. But then they must. They must have been. Did like, they not? Did hey, they not change anything? Hey, did they just was, like? It was CG. <laughs> it was clever CG. You know what it's like, kids these days. But like, <laughs> but like, they all then lit up and then shot lasers out of their fingers, which were different and colors. And did they not change you. any? They did not change anything. They're just like, well, let's just wait ten years to see if it doesn't rain anymore, and then we'll have the festival again. <laughs> because in like, ten what was, years, what was their rain happened. <laughs> like, how was how was the, the like stage manager of that not just like shit? I'm never working this industry again. <laughs> well, was there a single big event that they were at that was not destroyed by the end? Because like in the Must- last episode, they have there's like a snowstorm and like the entire yeah, venue there collapses. Yeah. Well, no, just just <laughs> and they don't do anything. Just- like the people are running are like, oh dang, it's kind of bad. No, they're like, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking Truman Show moment. It's like, no, wait. Yeah, but that's because producer really cares for what Sakura, and they he really wanted her to sing I liked- and. <laughs> I liked that moment actually. I like that that was the amount of backstory filling that I want from that show was just mm-hmm. like her remembering like oh like I borrowed one of his CDs and like that inspired him to become an extremely abusive. No, no, no. That, that was that was told from the from the angle of producer. I don't oh, think okay. I don't think she's even aware that producer had these feelings for her. But no, I think that, I thought that was nice. It was just like low yeah, key, but it like was. spending a, spending an entire episode with like. What whatever like lightning struck girls damages like nah nah hmm. man let's do something else <laughs> let's have another rap battle <laughs> let's do country music this time 
would have been great. That would have been great. Yeah, well, they've they've got a bunch of genres to go through for the next season, so don't worry. Yeah, maybe that just be all just like genre parodies, and we will, we will get our like Idol Excel saga. <laughs> <laughs> also, Miyamoto, uh, the producers, is really fu- he still makes me laugh every time he comes on screen. He's really funny. Uh, oh, like, John hey, hates that. <laughs> I I find him hilarious. I, uh, I don't say I hate him, but I did expect to get tired of him but then i didn't watch far enough to actually get tired so you know i got tired he, of the show he before I got tired funny of him. just because like the weird like random abusiveness like verbal abusiveness mm. joke yeah. always lands for me <laughs> of, him, of him being like you're stupid that's a stupid idea what's a stupid person get the stupid side <laughs> of focus on me <laughs> um, i think his name's miyamaru manaru or something i can never remember his name oh. but he's pretty famous um but yeah he was Mianu Mamaru. Mianu Mamaru, thank you. He's- yeah, you could tell, like, whenever a say you has, like, a really weird performance, that that person is probably famous because a producer isn't telling them to be exactly, like, indecipherable from, like, any other show. <laughs> it just, it just, especially, like, when it goes on to him, like, doing these weird blabbering scenes where he's just sort of, like, almost sort of in, like, okay, some okay, crazy trance. Okay, okay, go, go, go. Let's go, let's go. Okay, okay. Like, and then, like, just throwing in weird word, single word puns. Just fucking does it for me every single time. I, I love it. It was good. It was really good. He's Which good. is interesting because he can, like, he can do normal performances. He was uh the, like... Yeah, he's... One of the guys in, in Chihayafuru, mm-hmm. and he's light from Death Note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's famous. He's really well yeah. known. But like, uh, but like, this was a very idiosyncratic. I would almost say like a kind of almost a non-professional performance. I felt like <laughs> no, I, I think like a lot of his like screaming and van- and vamping was very. Yeah, like, I disagree. This is him stretching his comedy muscles. He's done other stuff like this that I can't name off the top of my head, but are very similar performances. Like, I, I just think it's him stretching his comedy side. Is he mm. also not in JoJo? Am I imagining that? No, I is he not it. Jonathan? Or I could be. I could be I mean, making that up. I uh, can barely tell you anything about Jonathan Joestar. So. Okay. <laughs> really? Hey, there's not a person on Earth that would stand up for Phantom Blood. Which is the first? <laughs> oh, you no. you would you will eat those words. I bet I could find it. Oh, um, like, okay, like, okay. Let me, like, there's not a person that you should listen to. I'm gonna, I like, <laughs> hey, I like I some like, of that. Shut up! Phantom I like Blood. Phantom Blood. I think. It's <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, he's uh, Okabe in Steinsgate. That's also very similar. Like, yeah. oh yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Balls out performance. That makes sense. That's well, uh, talking about performances. <laughs> this is not my best segue. Uh, Gridman was really good. Mm, uh-huh. Yeah, it was. Then I didn't watch it. <laughs> That's that's your loss. No, it um. It's amazing yeah, that I, the ending of this was so good when the ending of Darling and the Franks was so bad. Well, it's because, because this it's one was trigger. real trigger. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> trigger saving wasn't, anime. Wasn't, Woohoo! Wasn't no, this it was a different one, different one, director. Yeah, I was going to say this one had was a <laughs> co production, wasn't it? It was not just uh, trigger. Franks was it. a co production. This one is all trigger. Yeah, this one's all trigger. This is no. The one. I thought it. Franks I thought was... it. I thought it had a co. Uh, it was because it's meant to be a Sentai work, isn't it? So it's got. I mean, it's no, but it's, it's of... it is it's uh, uh Subaraya is part of the production company, but they weren't. No, it's all trigger in terms of the actual making it, as opposed to A One Pictures and Trigger both making Franks. But um, it wasn't. It's not a fact that Sentai had a last say on the script or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's, po- it's, creative... it's possible. I, I would be ama- I'd be amazed if it didn't have any creative input, uh, being that it's quite big in Japan. The Sentai work stuff. Well, I mean, it uh, seemed pretty uh, 
respectful of the set of the uh of the of the source material like like i don't think at any point they were really sending it up like yeah they, I don't know. they, I they watched, did everything I they could the to be taken seriously and yeah it <laughs> seemed, seemed all right uh take your word for it i'll come back in like three weeks and be like guys it's a really good show. <laughs> yeah. Why did nobody tell me? <laughs> I think I think ultimately it was it yeah, there was possible the problems that with Frank's is that it was maybe too big of a production and the guy who directed it had no experience except for some random idol mess idol master OVAs. Hey now, don't you be dissing those IMAS OVAs. <laughs> oh, oh you're gonna gonna stand up for the Idol Master Shiny Festa? Oh god no. <laughs> going to stand up for Idol Master 675 Pro To U Monogatari. Yeah, sure, why not? That one. Ooh, you don't even know, you don't know what that is. I don't know. I've never seen it. Uh, it. Uh, yeah, it's like 600. Yeah, it's uh some random clip show apparently. So yeah, he had no directing experience, and they put him in front of a two studio production for a two core anime, as opposed to granted the. Gridman guy, like his experiences are Inferno Cop, <laughs> uh, which is but... brilliant. Yeah, Inferno <laughs> okay, Cop is amazing, okay. and co-directed Luluco. That's uh, great. Again, amazing. Luluco is actually amazing, um, and well, Ninja Slayer, which and, unfortunately no one liked or saw. Uh, and, but and Inferno Cop wasn't. Inferno Cop's brilliant. He dies like three times. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that I think that it was just like like maybe. A smaller more focused production and like yeah gridman has stuff that it wants to say and i remember watching the uh the whole last episode uh with 102 degree fever because i had the flu again and just being like man i hope they can stick it and they stuck it i felt like yeah, i feel like yeah. the ending is good all the characters get like their their arcs tied up mm-hmm. and you have a great like last minute reveal where akane wakes up into the real world because mm-hmm. this animation world is her fantasy yeah and that's that why nice. she's god that was I liked good it. yeah yeah and it, like, it was a direct reference to end of evangelion's uh mm-hmm. mostly deleted live action scenes yeah and the uh, which, uh as as i understand it the original grid man like it like all of the like all the action takes place in a virtual world that people jump into and like that's their excuse for why they can blow up the town every week and the, but like this show seems to t- just take place in that all the time, and somebody mm-hmm. is like just you know stuck in that virtual world forever until they leave at the very yeah. end. But I like that for once in my life, I actually read it correctly and called it as all being in her head. That's the only time I've ever done this in my life, so it feels pretty. Good. Although she did wake up and have the passport that uh, that what's her face thigh Well, girl she's still god. <laughs> like it makes sense. She's not. They say that they're going to be going on without her. It's so it's more just like her brain being sent across time and space. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like well, it's like simulation theory or something like that. Yeah, where like we're in a simulation. That's simulation. Shut in up, our you're world. a simulation. I'm real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I I was wondering if I had more to talk about it. And now, as like it comes out in the wash, no, I was just like it was very like reverential and respectful mm-hmm. uh, of, of its many, many inspirations from the ultra series, from Evangelion, from, uh, from transformers, apparently, which is but, bizarre. Yeah. The transformers yeah. pool is really weird. Like all the Japanese stuff makes sense, but transformers is just like, I, I had two really people be like, like, be like, I did not believe this until I looked through the article. and like, yeah, yeah the, clo- it's, the clothes, the clothes, match. Yeah. Yep. It's, um, it looks like somebody had like written or like had just like kind of like idly drawn a bunch of like mashup 
art stuff and then was was like asked for the character designs it was like oh shit um 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 here and then that just <laughs> I think like you actually it. see like direct logo like decepticon logo at one point some somewhere too but i'm not sure about that it wouldn't yeah. surprise me but um i have a question uh about what's her, what's her name ritu is that the the fat leg girl <laughs> yes or rika riku rika riku. rika 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 yeah uh riku rika rika her mom had like an earring that was an eyeball what was that yes for? it was a reference to luluko okay <laughs> i love okay. it because because uh what's her name mayumi shintani also plays midori oh, who has, yeah, 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 who yeah. has the okay. same color palette and has a third eye but instead right. it's an eyeball yeah mm. nice okay. which is a very weird intra intra studio call out <laughs> too yeah. well i mean the whole show is an intra studio call out to a bunch of different shit right yeah but i mean i mean it's inter studio is what i'm saying a lot of the time but this is literally like hey remember that character that we had in this other uh, <laughs> oh the and there's the also a, a point where uh, riku's listening to music and it's the inferno cop uh, theme oh really yeah <laughs> so what you're saying yeah. is that the girl that wakes up at the end is the daughter of one of the people who works at trigger undeniable yeah Makes I mean, sense. probably. <laughs> they hired like an actual actress to do that. True. Just yeah. be, to be under a comforter and then kind Slowly of get out get under out. a comforter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, all really we like have left show. on our list. Well, we have well, two left. Now on our I list. don't need to watch it. <laughs> no, yeah, it's good. It's, it's really good. good. You it's just good. ruined it all. No, <laughs> like it's, it's a pile of references on references on references, and that's your yeah. shit, yeah. right? No, that yeah. doesn't. It's, it's beautiful to watch too. Like the yeah. animation is great. Yeah, but I remember thinking the first CG dinosaur looked a bit crap when he was dead. But I know <sighs> that people keep saying that's a purposeful reference. But it's purposeful eh. to like yeah. how all the all the kaiju have to look shitty. That's the point. Mm-hmm. The one guy who's like the wiggly like <laughs> tube guy that when she's when she's phoning it in, we already talked about. Him, oh, she's but, so like, good. Oh, that one's so good. <laughs> the fucking head that's like lopsided and not even centered on. The yeah. <laughs> I oh, guess fuck. I guess I'll get more into it when I watch more. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll I think endeavor it... to watch some more. Anyway, it's Trigger's third best anime, so... Oh, what's the top two? Uh, Kiznaiver and Luluko. I gotta watch Kiznaiver someday. Yeah, I, f- I, forgot, I forgot that you turned against Kill the Kill. John's the only person who likes it, Jeff. So. Yeah, I'm the only one. Okay. I don't even think... I'd, I don't know if I would actually put it above uh, Gridman, but I'm the only person who ever talks about it, so I have to. I'm obligated. You have to give it some extra credit points. I watched. I watched some of that. Watched three episodes and then stopped, Andy. <laughs> yep. Not really sure why. <laughs> no, just other stuff. Better stuff got in the way. Well, I think this speaking... is why I didn't watch Gridman because it also had a, a great OP. Stuff. I just want to throw that out there. I really. Yeah, I liked OP. both oh, the OP yeah. and the ED. They yeah. were both good. I'm talking uh, about Kiznaiver for the record. Oh. Uh, real quick, since I brought up OPs, Goblin Slayer had an amazing OP, and that's the best thing I can say about it. Okay, moving on. Jeff, how was that? Real quick, how was that bird in a bag for you? Um, I okay. How, <laughs> in what ways was it like Monogatari? <laughs> I so okay. So I watched like the first like four or five episodes. It's fun the way that D and D is fun. Yeah, like I like the fact that it's like grounded, and I like the fact that you know it's about you know murder hobos you're trying to find practical ways of like killing monsters and taking their stuff it's mm-hmm. like i think they're like and i can see why people like it like i don't think it's all just like a bunch of like sex perverts who like to watch goblins shag ladies yeah but i think the fact that <laughs> no the... no no sorry i mean i watched the first episode and i didn't hate what i watched but i could totally understand because also in my head i was like had this thing ramped up to fucking 11 like i thought it would be <laughs> like 
goddamn goblins raping everything. Like there but would like, be just a wall of raped women like walking like down the avenue. But well, no, speaking was... of wall of women, <laughs> I know okay, that so, that so... does happen. I know that there is a bit where he uses women as shields, right? And it's so... like. Uh... I think, but like, yeah, like, no. I thought it. I thought it was fun. Sorry, I thought it was. Fun, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 if you don't, if you're, if you're not like prone to like reading too much into everything that you watch, I can absolutely tell like why people like it. They, you know, they would go ugh in that first episode, and then just go like, oh, all right, then you know, it, it doesn't get so bad. But like the whole thing about the show, like maybe this changes later on, but like it's like the main character is this like smelly, unlikable guy that nobody likes and like doesn't get along. You know, he's socially awkward, and his entire thing is that he is you know he has like this genocidal notion of murdering these like little scralings that are like infecting his society and pose a sexual danger to his women and the whole show is about vindicating that and i do think that that sort of like tracks a little too closely to like a lot of like you know a certain uh (laughs) subculture that we've got over here i sure didn't make that connection (laughs) because like i but like you know like the fact that this came out of like you know a 4chan like environment i think yeah it's like oh, i think that's just i think it's in the bones of the show and that while that like isn't necessarily what i think is what people love about it i do think that it is difficult to separate it from that well and that 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 and then, like i said like i haven't seen the whole show like maybe they do something with that but no. like that was like that, that that just seems like an axiom of the show that they're not really interested in confronting they don't do anything with that. The the show caps off with the final confrontation being like a big horde of goblins are raiding the farm. You know where cowgirl? That's her name. Yes, yeah. I, I really. Okay, just and need I to finally reiterate. figured out that the, the, she's called cowgirl because she's like a cowboy. She is a farmhand, and not because she has big tits. I'm pretty. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, okay, but she's yeah, called yeah, cowgirl, a, and yeah, she has enormous flopping tits. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So the goblins <laughs> are going to raid her her farm or whatever. She, and yeah. her. And Andy, all right, buddy, all right. But that, but like that is like a, a thing that the show wants you to be thinking about of when course. that happens. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, and the opening scene of that battle is all of the goblins carrying out these big circular shields with a naked woman strapped to them. So that's the show, you know. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Like, you can't escape that shit as as much fun as it is to follow like this low level D party killing goblins over and over like and to be clear i do enjoy that it's also just got this layer of filth on top that is and it's not like meaningful filth like i yeah. a lot of people like to bring up like berserk when you talk about how goblin slayer is fucked up mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is fair and i think that if berserk came out today and it was brand new people would talk about it a lot more but also, I think that if you compare the two side by side, like there are times, I suppose, when you could say that, for example, when Casca is getting raped, that maybe it frames things a little erotically. But I think that in the context <clears throat> of it, like she is clearly horrified and the entire event is horrified. Like every, everybody there is like, it's just really fucked up and it's really negative. Um, and you see the repercussions of that as you read, continue reading the manga. Like I have been buying the english volumes as they come out now like i'm all caught up there's like 40 something of them um and like she's real fucked up and i know that she like recovers soon i think spoilers um but then you look at it in goblin slayer and it's like one in episode one you have this horrific rape shown on screen and all the goblins are like positioned so that you can see the entire body of the woman being raped yeah right? they don't hold any punches they, they like don't make any effort to hide it they don't like they like mm-hmm. 
show it off and then in the next episode the very first scene is cowgirl literally waking up naked stretching in the sunlight and then she puts on a bra and her breasts like she literally flops them outside of the window to say good morning to the goblin slayer it's like yeah the the context of that mixed with this horrible rape like does it no favors and that's that's what's most frustrating and the fact that they use like the sexual violence done to characters like that is like the the main victim depicted by that is goblin slayer like the reason he is this like you know yeah totally cold killing machine is because that happened to his family and like he had to watch it through like you know the crack in the floorboards or whatever and so like he is positioned as being the victim of this invading force mm-hmm. and you know the show is about vindicating him in like this genocidal quest of like killing these things that other people like they know it's there, but they don't really take it seriously. Like they're too busy being caught up in, you know, mm-hmm. being Fighting cool the demon. and fashionable. Whereas like the guy who wants, who's really into genocide, he's the one who's really knows what's going on. <laughs> and I mean, it's kind of funny. Cause like in the background too, I, I don't know if you got to this or not with how far you watch. I don't think you did, but like the heroes, you know, like they actually fight and kill the demon King. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and this just sort of <laughs> happens on the side and like, you don't really see it. Like you see like, bits and pieces of it but then also like this whole time goblin slayer is obviously like like i don't fucking care let's kill these goblins girl but then he also yeah. has this new f- group of friends that he's developed and they're like trying to make him slowly open it up and he does and it's you know it's it's fucking annoying because there's something good buried underneath all that filth anyway yeah okay. like yeah like uh, yeah I, I i do not condemn every single person for enjoying the show but, i do like including me. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah like I mean I'm not in a position to be angry every single person for liking every single show. So. <laughs> uh, before before we sign off, then can I quickly make a passion a passionate plea to Ben to watch the show this season that I know that he will fucking love because it's right down his alley. Uh, it's called Rinshi Edokachan. Uh, it's a short ten minute anime, and then there's uh, afterwards there's about twenty to fifteen minutes of the director the seiyuu and the creator talking about the show that they've just made uh every episode is a different director and seiyuu and the story is about a 25 something year old woman talking about her day-to-day life as uh sort of in a hostess bar has a relationship not so serious about sort of uh like being in a relationship so has like few like a very human portrayal of someone in sort of like living in a sort of like shibuya-esque area and I think that it will really, it's really funny. It's got some really like down to earth moments like you get in Agretzico. Uh It's really good because, well, it's really interesting because all the animations like different every episode, like it, it's completely different animation styles. And then also it's just like interesting for them to talk about the show that they've just, that you've just watched. Uh, I think that it'll be something that Ben particularly and everyone else will really enjoy uh, and get a good kick out. So yeah, watch that. If that's what you're thinking of watching. It's got a new di- it's got a new director every episode. You said too, yep, right? New director, new seiyuu. Mm. Uh, so yeah, and it's based off a manga which is pretty famous. Uh, I also think a lot like um, I know uh, like uh, my lesbian experience of loneliness, and then the uh, follow up manga that he serialization, um, my solo exchange diary, sort of like very real, very heartfelt feelings about her opinions on relationships people that she meets she meets in the club like it's really good yeah my solo exchange though didn't i say yeah so yeah i would really i'd really recommend it and i think john would like it as well for that reason because he likes solo exchange he liked those mangas uh, so yeah 
That's uh, like the first chapter, like the first bit is her talking about like she walks around her house naked because she can't be asked to put clothes on. And it's not like done in a sexualized thing. It's just like, yeah, no, I can relate to that. Like, it's hot. <laughs> I don't want to put, and then like, uh, I think it's like a spider, a lizard comes in and she's like, what are you doing? And this is my sacred home. You should, and then catches it and is like, well, now how do I get rid of it? It's good. It's funny. It's really good. It's really heartfelt. The animation's beautiful and the, uh, it's it's going to be a continuously interesting thing throughout the show, throughout the year, the season. Cool. I'll take it under consideration. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break and talk yeah. about Maeve. Yes. When we come back, we will be talking about And Yet the Town Moves, or Spotlight. See you then. Bye. Right. Well, you only say bye, or it's not like gone. Bye. <laughs> and fade. Have you have you read Solo Exchange Diary yet, John? Uh no, I just got it and it's been sitting here. Okay. I it's I I read it over Christmas break and I actually found it more heartbreaking uh than um than the my lesbian experiences. I don't know if I don't know how quickly you're going to read it, so I don't want to ruin it, but there's like the it's really interesting cuz Mids was Mids was like Mids read it and read that one and it's just like Man, she's kind of an asshole. She's kind of rude and selfish, and I'm just like, yeah, but that's just being human. Like, she has like so so many shit things. She does so many shit things, but then so many other things, and it's just like, it's like, yeah, because you're human. Like, you're just gonna do those things, and especially the sort of vulnerable situation that she's in. Like, the run, like the, I wish I I feel is very similar for a lot of maybe like young adults in japan like it's i don't know it's really fucking good i really enjoyed it yeah i'll I'll read it eventually i just haven't gotten around to it yet yeah like her tassels with fame are just heartbreaking uh i I don't know yeah i also picked up city three like city's really fucking good guys you should watch it city it's the new manga by the guy did uh uh, Nichijo, oh. and uh, I think it's actually better than Nichijo. But that's because you unjustly hate Nichijo. I don't unjustly hate Nichijo. I hate everyone who likes Nichijo. Well, um, I'll see. You must have a hard time being here. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but it's like Monty Python. It's fun- Monty Python's amazing for the few season for the few episodes that have amazing stuff in it. For the few fucking like shorts that they have in it, you could have a condensed Nichijo like like clip show like best of and it will be half an hour and it will be just all the funny stuff and none of the weird like Helvetica stuff that nobody gets if you're an English speaker because it's all odd like uh, Japanese like translations and misspellings and you just I don't know it's just me but whatever I think that there's better stuff out there but City's really fucking good because it's based on like people in a city and they actually have like beautiful interlinking stuff. It's not it actually has like a central narrative kind of that they all focus on, which makes it the jokes are a lot funnier and it still has that like random uh, random like quote unquote crazy random stuff that happens in Nichijo but manages to land it a bit better because it has a more fixed like not even not a more fixed cast, but like a more sort of fixed setting and realization and sort of like continuation like 
like you know how in later South Park seasons, like crazy shit happens and then it just keeps happening and like this the old stuff doesn't go away like it used to. Like it's all that. It's really good. <laughs> And we're back for our second half. As promised, we are going to talk about And Yet the Town Moves, a 2010 production from Shaft directed by Shinbo Akiyuki based on a long-running manga uh, authored by Ishiguro Masakazu. This has uh, long been a favorite of mine. I know Jeff liked, uh, no, John liked it too. Jeff probably liked it too since it's Shaft, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but yeah, I pitched this because it's very much kind of a slice of life that's full of interesting characters. God, that sounds like it's nothing at all, but no. <laughs> yeah, it but, sure is. The, the, I don't think there's a way to explain And Yet the yeah. Town Moves that, to make it sound I, I, interesting. I, I dread that there's not a way to talk critically about Yet the Town Moves that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't lapse into blandities. Uh, but it stars a very lazy, entitled, selfish high school girl who works at a maid cafe that's not really a maid cafe with her pretty perfectionist friend who is obsessed with maids. And we kind of experience this spiraling out of interconnected stories as these different people uh, enter into the plot and exit. And there's not really a plot per se. It's kind of just random stories about these people. And then the town about, moves on. About the town, almost. like it's Yeah, almost on. like it's about the town. Uh, so, yeah, that's like the plot, like... Hotri dies at one point, I guess. <laughs> but Just only a little. She sure does. Only a little. But yeah, beyond that, like her friend likes the guy who keeps coming to the maid cafe because he's got a because he's got a crush on her, the the lazy, stupid, kind of mean one. There's a cop that abuses her his authority. Uh there is a dog that looks like a tanuki. There's a math teacher who hates his student, but she's got a crush on him yeah it's just it's a lot of people just doing stuff there's a girl that looks like a boy and likes cats yeah who doesn't like uh, cats <laughs> john why'd you pick this i mean i know why but tell uh, everyone else yeah well i mean i first fell in love with this uh reading it through the Crunchyroll manga app of all things um, <laughs> i just picked it up randomly i was like what is this and man it is just it's just a lot of fun it's just like quirky and just just like random shit like I don't mean random in the haha. That's so funny. He just got hit with a frying pan for no reason. Like it's just, it seems like the pool of ideas that the author like draws from is just whatever they've experienced throughout their life. And they just kind of pick something at random and, and make a uh -huh. story about it. Mm -hmm. It's like one time I pretended that aliens were real. And suddenly there's an episode in, and yet the town moves where aliens were fucking real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There just, yeah, there just is a thing in that show. Yeah, it's just a thing. And like the afterlife is real. Like you see a, like one episode follows a ghost or like half an episode or something. One, one bit follows a ghost around like it's old man. I think it's, uh, I think it's the, the mage shop owner's husband, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken, or at least yeah, her late friend. husband. Who's been uh, like haunting the earth for the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. And then like, it's just, it's just weird and then you have like his her little brother who who like starts going out on a date with his with his uh, uh classmate and she's she he doesn't really know what's going on and i don't know if she does either but it, it's yeah. fucking funny because everyone around them assumes that they're going on a date and they're like oh he's so grown up now it's yeah just... <laughs> and she basically like bullies him into taking her on a date yeah <laughs> it's i 
it's just, just a lot of things. There's just a lot of characters. They're all really endearing. I just love watching it. And I really fucking wish that the English manga things would be released physically, but it's only available digitally. Hmm. Stupid bummer. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a fairly long running manga, right? It's over. It started, it's finished. It, yeah, I know, but it's still like it. it uh, yeah, no, no, for yeah, eleven yeah, years. So you're not wrong, but like, man, just release it, please. Yeah, <laughs> I hear the ending's very good. Actually, that's, that's what I hear that, too. Yeah, I might just give in and read it digitally. I guess I should. Anyway, yep. but yeah, so this is a really good adaptation of all of that. Like, I feel like it captures it and like the way that it caps off with that super fucking sad <laughs> episode, but then she comes back, like, you know, she dies and then it, you see through her eyes in the afterlife, everybody like mourning her and it's super sad, which is like nothing up until that point had been sad at all. Maybe, maybe a little bit of the old ghost guy, but yeah, yeah. And that, that was just more like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it was just kind of nice. It was he was just chill. He was just a super chill ghost. Mm-hmm. But then she dies, and it's super fucking sad. And I, I don't know. It's one weird. thing that, that like I didn't even clock until the very last episode is that the whole show is non chronological. Like it's yeah. like, and I didn't even realize that until the very last episode because Khan, the the girl who looks like a boy, comes in. She's like, oh, this is the the cafe that you work at. And mm-hmm. you know, and then they have like you know, there's a like a tense moment between her and the glasses girl because the glasses girl like you know refused to join the ping pong team with uh with Khan and <laughs> they're still bitter about it and it was like why is this never come up oh shit this is like earlier in the year and that's why there was that one episode where everybody was like complaining it was too hot and then the next episode everybody was complaining it was too cold that's why that was happening oh okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't remember if the manga does that as well i know that they switch things up for the anime well the yes. anime the anime every half episode they they reference the chapters so yeah it does jump quite a bit between chapters mm-hmm. like you're talking about it's almost like they cherry pick the best chapters uh, oh, okay yeah, yeah they're just exactly kind of like in a random order yeah, yeah yeah so you oh, know okay. i mean my my one of my complaints was exactly that was just like oh my god all of a sudden they're just friends like when the fuck did that progression happen but yeah, like they brought in that episode from previous, and I noticed also like the uh, like the chapter titles like it does jump about a lot. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Also, the one weird episode where they're like in uh, like when they're trying to they try to wash their clothes, and then they have the really nice sober like, uh, <laughs> like that, that, that episode. Is so I good. like this show. Um, <laughs> But they, but that if you look at the episode titles for that, like the chapters, it, they don't give the chapters, so it's either an original one for the anime, or uh, it could was, be. I don't know. They just don't want you to know because because I then thought it might tie into the bit where they're like, oh, there's a typhoon coming. If you didn't know, but nah, mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, and also, my, it's the episode oh, where the, the uh, a, typh- a typhoon coming fig- figures really prominently into the ending, so maybe yeah. it was almost a nod to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, I would be surprised if that was the anime original episode, since it's a shaft joint and it's the episode where everybody's in their underwear the whole time. <laughs> well, weirdly, that, that, like, also, they don't really... that also crossed my mind as well. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really get creepy about it, though, which is interesting. I've said this in the group chat, but like the camera operator on the show is the only like actual creep. Like, no, no, There's no, a that... lot of stuff that like could potentially be taken See, the that, wrong way, that, but that they that... never do. But, but that... like... That sorry that that like that washing washing machine thing I was like okay so they they put their clothes in and then it's like a couple of seconds of just their heads talking and I'm just like okay this is clever this is like 
Shaft saying, like, we know what you want to see, but we're not going to give it to you. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they just give it to you anyway. I'm just like, yeah, oh, what's the, what's the No, that was, that was the joke that you thought you weren't going to get to see it. But then... <laughs> but then you... And I'm just like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, I'm sorry for... Like, I I enjoyed this show, but I was constantly disappointed. Like, bits like that where I'm just like, okay, so it's expected to do something. And then it, it pulls that expectation. I'm just like, okay, I'm expecting too much from this show. But what uh, I... What I was getting at when I said it's not being creepy in that scene specifically is that it never, like, the camera never zooms in on anybody's ass or, or watches tits flop around, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but there's a whole ping pong episode where they flop around. Right, that's what I'm saying, but I'm talking about that scene specifically. <laughs> it's weird that in that scene specifically they don't do it, but then they do it elsewhere. Like, and yeah, that is like the episode, like, the first episode has Hotori falling down because everybody's fucking tripping her and, and, and like, <laughs> yeah. torturing her with, with her, pranks, yeah. and then her skirt flips up and you see her under Underwear and and yeah, yeah. Like, and, they, and they don't, but they don't have like because like the teacher's there and like he, you know, he doesn't like go all red faced and like steam comes out of his ears. Like he doesn't even really barely notice her. Like, like it's like it's like yeah, like the production company is like doing the things that they know to do, but the like the story refuses to comply with that, and it's just this weird contrast. Like, I can't <laughs> tell if they're being ironic about it, and that's like just part of the joke, or it's just like they're just too used to doing the show like I'm that. Not, like, there's, like, and then- like, in in the second episode, I, this is one of the few notes I made, but they like really just are obsessed with Hattori's jeans. Yes, constantly fucking drawing those jeans, just like staring at her pelvis. The like for half with that, that episode, weird texture weird. too. Like it's not yeah. even like normal anime jeans textures. It's like this. It's uh, it's almost it's that, like I, CG. I, I mean, I think I think part of that is like is to because. And this is actually one of the nice things about the about the Blu-rays. They explain that like ball onions are like slang for testicles, and so like I think there's like a there's like a theme of nuts and and getting hit in the nuts, and <laughs> in, in, in that thing. And so like looking at her crotch as a way of both anticipating and then reminding you of how she totally crushed that police with her scooter. <laughs> Possibly is that. Uh, All right, I'll, I'll, I'm willing to give it a little bit of slack. Because like the I rest mean, of the show is really good and it's funny yeah. and it's cute and it's sad and it's yeah. I'm it's, sure you can find your way clear, Jeff, to to forgive a Shaft anime for for excessive fan service. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna describe my favorite scene. All right. Um, it's when uh oh wow what's her name what's the the glasses girl's name Megane Katsuna. Uh, Tatsun, yeah. yeah. Uh, when she is trying uh, ta- to book it, Tatsun soon. Yeah, <laughs> she's trying to book it to catch up to Sadama because uh, he's leaving and she wants to ask him out. Uh, it's like her last chance, and she fucking leaps down the stairs and lands on the <laughs> on the Western history teacher's feet, and then he starts screaming out like Luther, <laughs> just like random Western history words. Uh, I laugh so hard every time. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And then she's like, "How can I deal with this?" Oh, I. I almost fell, but I saved myself. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, the wind oh. hits them, and even though they're inside. <laughs> I also like. I, I didn't get the first fucking episode, like the when she greets the the customer with and f- like flubs her tongue. <laughs> uh, he's he screams Lucy and like shoves his face into her chest. What was that? I'm sure it was a reference? TV reference. It's gotta be a reference to something. <laughs> well, I mean, if he's yeah, if he's shouting it? Lucy, it's like the uh, I love Lucy, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. 
anyway. all of all of the attempts to like turn hotori's like actual clumsiness into like cute doshiko clumsiness is really great it's funny because she's <laughs> where definitely she, like she's where she like, flat out gets the, the order wrong They're like three waters and she's like three colas and and like, the, three curries the, the, yeah. <laughs> you blatantly got it wrong <laughs> that's good <laughs> Uh, See, I, I don't know. Or when she falls, actually, my favorite bit is when she falls into the the bucket. Is like her like epic bucket spill is yeah. my favorite bit too. There's a lot of slapstick in this, and honestly, a lot of times Japanese slapstick doesn't land with me. But in this, because it's shot so over the top, mm-hmm. and because like it's very Hotri, Hotri like people... really sucks and is not a nice person at all, and yeah. like everyone kind of just like treats her as just like a shitty toddler they have to keep around, except that she's <laughs> sixteen and and not a toddler. Uh, but nobody yeah, even her parents are fucking like, throwing shade all the time like, yeah. it's so fucking funny nobody respects her <laughs> except I the find, dog I find her voice really really irritating I don't oh, like see, that it's Sayu so great all. though I don't she's the same but say that's so that's Mako, Makoto and Soul Eater and I just find her really irritating I I enjoy she's a, Huh? It's funny because uh, she's uh, she's June in uh, Natsuna Arashi, which is I think like one of John's ca- the characters John likes the the girl who's pretending to be a guy because mm-hmm, she just mm-hmm. does she's not great. explain yeah. to people that she's not. <laughs> but yeah, she has a kind of like always kind of yelling voice to her, where like just all of her lines very are delivered like and shrill, very irritating. Yeah, yeah I mean it very... is intentional though, and it's great. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it, it fits I with think... the character, even if the character is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to go ahead and like touch on that, that I think we were talking earlier about how Hotri is kind of like a weird character to hang an on a light ensemble slice of life comedy on. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, she's lazy, she's stupid, and she's entitled. Um, she's got a few like tropes of anime femininity around her, like the maid stuff and the, the clumsy girl stuff. She's These like, she's usually like- very... She's not cute, but she's cute because she's not cute in a kind of way. Like, <laughs> well, she's like, like one uh, half of that, like, bokeh. Kimo Kawaii. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's funny because, like, because, like, she's not, she's not particularly cute. And she's not, like, her few moments of generosity or insight are, like, she will ruin them herself by being, like, a huge asshat about it. Like, when she solves the dice <laughs> oh, God, yeah, painting thing. <laughs> she, oh, yeah. One of her main characteristics is she, like, wants to be a detective. Yes. Or, and she's, like, super obsessed with detective stories. And it doesn't come up as much in the anime as it does in the manga by, I think, around this point. But, like, she's actually really good at it, which is funny because she sucks at <laughs> everything else. Yeah. And but also it, the fact that she's, like, completely oblivious to that Sonata, the boy in the show, like, yeah. has any feelings Comes for every whatsoever. single day. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, he just lives nearby. That's why he comes all the time. <laughs> and... <laughs> And everyone, like, it's a weird love triangle where, like, both uh, Tatsuno and Sonata are, like, think so much about romance. And then Hotri is, like, virtually sexless. Mm-hmm. Except for sometimes she will, like, brag about how cute she looks in an entirely <laughs> crass and shitty way. But otherwise uh, does not, like, think about love or boys, really, it feels like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, it, it, it feels but... like the only boy that's in there she doesn't view as a potential romance love interest. Right. No, she she's always... too busy having like weird crush feelings about her math teacher who hates yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and... Considers her one of his like great nemesis in life. <laughs> Along with his math teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, just like I, I was thinking about how like there's the article about why Space Dandy wasn't as popular as Cowboy Bebop and like part of their argument was that the like the Kochikame type character who's like lazy and crass and not 
a very good person and you just kind of ride along with them as they wreak a wreak a, a trail of like low grade destruction through other people's lives and how like it's weird to have that character in a light slice of life comedy that often involves like having to be like very empathic to people like because as you said jeff like no one's irredeemable like mm-hmm. everyone's got good intentions at the very least and is possibly a nice person uh, yeah, she's just more lazy and oblivious, so she yeah. she ends up not <laughs> being nice. <laughs> well, it's funny when she like her interactions. I forgot how much she interacts with her family in in this. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm so used to anime where like they the parents are are missing yeah. and the kids you barely see. Mm-hmm. But like, well, even that in a very early, you don't see the parents' faces ever. Yeah, but still, like it's like an actual functioning home yeah. life as opposed to like Kaon's weird. Like, oh, our parents are just never home for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like when she's uh, yeah. when she's trying to like enjoy this mystery novel that she's got, and her little sister comes in with like <laughs> swim goggles and a sick mask and a cape and two swords, and is like play, play with, with me. me. Yeah, yeah, it's that's just more, like a big mood right there. It's it's, <laughs> it's a more rounded family unit than you normally get. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And of course, because Hotori's stupid, she doesn't know that like turning off the GameCube before he's saved like ruins all his progress, <laughs> and then they just ride out to the parents who just. No, like, that Hotori's the fuck up child, and I don't. Yeah. I like how every time she gets involved with her or with her two younger siblings, like something happens, and then they both end up crying, and then she gets blamed for it. <laughs> but it's usually it's her fault. fault. It's usually yeah. her fault. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. It's, it's really because I think in in Western media, there's been a a big fad that's still kind of playing out of the Tony Soprano, Walter White don draper bojack horseman like not good person protagonist mm-hmm. but oftentimes there's like a there's an aspirational character behind that that you want to be that powerful that sexy that confident and to the point where it would excuse the flaws that you have inside you and so it's really interesting to think that like japan also has an interest in unlikable protagonists but they are often like powerless as opposed to having any sort of power fantasy behind them mm-hmm. like no one wants to be the main character from Gintama who just like <laughs> laces around all day and thinks about get rich yeah, schemes and then gambles I, all his money away. But he's also <laughs> one of the more powerful, well, whatever. And that's not getting into Gintama lore. Don't get into Gintama lore. I don't, I don't care about Gintama lore, but just like, there's just like the idea that you could watch uh, this show that largely is very like tied to Hotori's perspective mm-hmm. and her perspective is perspective is like, dumb and unworthy and yet it's still really entertaining because like i don't know she's not a nice person but it's it's like fun to be around her especially yeah. like fun not to have to deal with her in real life yeah no, i like think it, i've it, had i had friends like that before or i just like i don't think they're great people but they are fun to be around sometimes yeah. the hot <laughs> I don't coach know guy. if i do every day <laughs> yeah yeah it, the like the the comedy and the like like the like the touching, like, like uh, what is like the fucking just uh, cut all this? This is garbage. Never. No, what were you gonna say? No, okay, it's not basically out. like this show reminds me of a middle ground between like Yatsuki and or Yatsube and uh, Yatsuba. Yatsuba. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you're thinking of the best girl from the Monogatari series, Yatsuki. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like so like it's 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 more madcap than Yatsuba. But like not as like completely off the wall. Like they're just like you know it's it's anybody's guess as to whether or not anything is quote unquote canon. 
like and so like it's difficult to have any kind of like long-term emotional investment in nichicho whereas in yatsuba it's all about these like you know these you know this cute little girl doing stuff but it's all you know pretty much grounded in the world of a of a toddler and this is kind of like a nice middle ground between that where you you know you can you can have those feels but they also like they go some places like that you know sometimes they, they you know, sci-fi shit that's real Fucking Ghosts, aliens, that's yeah, real just... time travel that's real <laughs> I, I don't know I, I felt that there was no emotional investment in any of the characters unlike in yotsuba where i feel a lot of emotional uh i don't know if you want to know i i think this anime was fine i think it'll be done better by a different studio if i'm being perfectly honest um that's because you hate shaft for this really inexplicable reason it's not it's the fucking i was thinking about it the other day it's just like as soon as i started watching the first episode and then it does this really odd jarring awkward cut where it cuts to um i'm gonna get the name right where it cuts to um adashiyama's uh face like mouthing out the words in like really hyper specific way and then it does another cut to like them on the tables and it's just like it's just it's this overproduction like shaft sort of like directorial catchphrases as they were like they do it all the time and it and for this show it really littered it and had no real point and it really irritated me through the first episode and then i sort of like and then Have you, you considered sort of... that it's because you wanted to be irritated because every time you talk about this stuff it you come at it with this angle of i don't like it but maybe if you just stopped caring because <laughs> no, there's other stuff that they do like march comes in like a lion which doesn't have these sort of like things in a, in as much abundance and when they are they untrue they are well <laughs> yeah, it's definitely well, not true hold your fucking horses when they are they actually have some sort of point to them like whenever ray is sort of contemplating stuff or i can't think because i can only think of march comes in like a lion's the last shaft thing i actually really watched and it's just like with this there was just sort of no real point apart from the fact that they can just do some directorial cuts that i honestly just thought was messy and then on top of that like the fact that there's a manga which has a you know a, a chronological story that introduce characters and then introduces them getting introduced to other characters you know like that is nice and that that had that has like progression whilst with this i felt it was very like random from episode to episode where it like you know like i said earlier like it just cherry picked the best chapters which is fine like i understand why you'd want to do that but at least have some chronological chronological order so you're just like so wait why are they friends again how do they know each other why all of a sudden are they really angry at each other that makes no sense like the bit where the like the I think... last episode they have con and uh the adishima like just shouting names at each other and i was like well this is completely a different dynamic than you had two episodes ago and it's not like there was any conf- conflict on screen that happened well, the conflict is Hattori is a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but they all seem... But again, her shittiness sort of just seems to come and go. Like, sometimes she's shit. Sometimes she's sleeping on a bus and acting all cute. Like, I don't know. Well, it, it's... well when, she's, when she's unconscious, she's a lot easier to be around. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out when she's not talking. Yeah, when she's not have the most irritating voice actor ever. Uh, like, it's... Oh, there, there are much better candidates than than yeah, poor that, Chiaki Omigawa. That is true, but it is really irritating. Her voice is really irritating and grating, <laughs> and 
maybe I don't know. I didn't. I didn't I, even think she. Just think. I didn't even think she was that shitty. I just thought that she was trying to be the dumb aloof character that just means that you can do and say stupid shit and get away with it and be mean and get away with it. Cause it just well, but she doesn't get away dumb. with it because everybody judges her all the time for it. Yeah, but yeah. they all judge her with the same, like, they all just tar with the same brush that they already knew. It's not like there was anything new that they... And then they trip like, her and make her you. head fall into a fucking bucket of water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, but that's the first episode. That only happens in the first episode. I don't know. I, I could be, I could be over, like, I could be overanalyzing it, and I could just be, you know, just. I think that you up. are, because you talk about like requiring this chronological timeline, but that's not what this show or even the manga is about. It's just these short stories of these people. Like, it's not intended to be which this is, grand overarching is, plot, which is fine. But I at least expect that they get introduced to each other in a more chronological way than they do in this one. Well, they they do though. Like they get introduced chronologically, and then they jump around a little bit, and it's fine. Like it's you don't need to know like why they're fighting. You just know that Hattori is a piece of shit, and she probably did some shit because she always does some shit. Like sure, if you if you say so. I would have just liked a bit more chronologicalness. That's all. Like it's it's my I have I didn't enjoy it as much as I was expecting to. Did you also hate? Do you hate any any time like a show does that? Because I, no, not at all. Like, but I also, I don't know. I just it also just the little shaftisms really get to me um, hmm. a lot more than any other sort of directorial flair. Because it's not like I don't know, say Tarantino, where you're expected to have this sort of thing in every single film that he does, like a weird boot shot where it's like a point of view from the back of a car. Like he has that in everything. Like it's not like that because that he does once and people are like hey it's that oh look he's in his film isn't that funny it, it's like every fucking five minutes they do another odd shaft quirky thing and it really grates me and it's it's for no benefit for absolutely no benefit um, well it's, benefit it's is right cool. if you like shaft stuff <laughs> well yeah and i don't hate shaft stuff i just like the shaft yeah. stuff where they tone the shaftness down it so you feels, hate shaft stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I hate shaft. It's all or nothing. Come on. Well, no, because Monogatari they do it all the time, but it works because it's a bit like it's there's I guess there's some context and there's some some stuff going on that actually means that you can deliberate and think about the things that are happening. Same again with March comes in like a lion. There's so many like emotional like chess or shogi or whatever that they play that happens in that show that it means like yeah, this little downtime, this little like odd. Thing where they sort of zoom into a person's face when she does that annoying like cocked head neck breaking backwards 65 degrees turn thing like they can let you do that because you're like thinking okay well this is an interaction between these two characters who have emotional weight beforehand whilst with this it's just a comedy show so there's no emotional weight between any of them and so when they do I, that I, again, I disagree very much there's no emotional weight to these characters mm-hmm. they like we we have moments of of a lot of like sympathy and connection to the different characters, especially like the the secondary cast like Sonata. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. I think that like the reason we put up with Hotori is because her selfishness and stupidity is ours, and so we don't need to have this sort of lineage of the stuff they've been through. We we just substitute our own experience there. Mm-hmm. I suppose I just. But then again, if you're if you're only sympathizing with secondary characters who again like 
it's the same thing. Will they, won't they? No, they won't. Like, there's no emotion. There's no other different emotional sort of like feelings towards. You didn't feel people. anything when, uh, when Ebby, Ebby Chan and and what's the the little brother and the girl? No, you didn't feel anything. When, I mean, that was that was sweet. Around. That was right. sweet. But like, but that's then, what that's what a lot of the show is, though. Like, and that's fine. Like, I I agree that I watch a lot of stuff where that's all it is. It's just sweet. But then again, like, it's. I don't know. It's that with mixed with the sharpness that really grates me. That was a good. Effort. I will admit there is po- points where that's bits good like that, and I like that. I like that episode. That was a good. Episode. I also really love when Hotori takes her little brother out in the middle of the night because yep. he's fucking wired. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's a really nice episode. <laughs> Again, it's like there are good episodes. Like that's a really good episode, and also you know it's really muted. Like there's a point where she's he's like you know I think that guy's really and she's like shut up like. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of like good muted bits in that, but then again, that was a less shafty episode, and also I've gotten I, into it. I don't like... agree. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's just that's my opinions as a person who's just watched all of it like ten minutes ago. <laughs> we've all we've all watched it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I just literally jumped as soon as you, you guys started. I just finished watching it. So, like, I don't know. My feelings could differ over time, but I felt that. Compared to other slice of life stuff, like Arakawa Under the Bridge, which also came out at the same time. Arakawa Under um, the Bridge is not slice of life. It's an absurdist comedy. It's a slice of life. They're doing. He does nothing, and he just sort of fucks about with his girlfriend, maybe not girlfriend, and with, they... with a bunch. No, uh, I that that is stretching slice of life to its like to its yeah, breaking but... point i feel it's got a guy who's got a star for a head because he's a because he's hiding from being a rock star <laughs> sure it's still whatever like the point is is that you could, con- you, could you could connect to those characters is what you're saying yeah i could i could connect to like a through line i guess i, hmm. I don't know it, it's i wonder good. if there must be like a wiki or something somewhere where somebody has like figured out what the chronological order of all of the snippets are well, yeah, like, I mean, they're I would, if you like watch it in that order, they're, if that would work, they're, they're all they're all chaptered, so you can find out. It's not like they're hiding it from you. It literally says at the beginning of every half episode, like. Well, that assumes that the chapters the are also in chronological order, which that I don't is, know if they are. That not. is true. That is true. Um, but no, like, well, I can't remember what I was saying. Well, Arakawa Under the Bridge got a second season, whilst this hasn't. So, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> only it. only good things get extra seasons. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> How many seasons does Idolmaster have? Uh, like, oh, that's five. not a good argument to have with them. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's not go down that route because you got Cinderella. Go, um, no, it's not. <laughs> Andy likes Bleach. And I Naruto don't like Bleach. And Dragon I Ball. I don't like Bleach. You like Dragon Ball and Naruto. What are you talking about, I John? Don't, I don't like. Yeah, you like. I don't like Dragon Ball. I mean, I can't really say I've watched much of Dragon Ball. I watched the Red Watch like. Yeah, but it got so many more episodes, so it must be better. That is true. Um, but I don't know. I it's for me it was fine, but it didn't do anything amazing like you guys were chatting about. I just wanted to put my two depressing pence in, and then uh, you guys can keep talking about how yeah, great now it is. you're fired from the show. <laughs> I really like the fact that the the band and the ED paid off in the show itself. <laughs> I didn't expect yeah, that to happen. But then even the. Even the Tanuki said, like, well, you know what's going to happen next. I'm just like, yeah, well, that's a ruined joke. I really like when uh, Kon walks in with her, with her like, sexy maid outfit, and both Hotori and Tatsun are like, oh, we lost. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
it's a good payoff from the first episode when Hattori <laughs> loses to Tatsun. It's it's real good. I love it. Hattori <laughs> loses to everybody is the is the joke though. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, do we want to go ahead and wrap it up then? <laughs> I think so. Oh, sorry guys. I feel like I've ruined your fun fest. I've just come in and been like, no, I'm, I'm glad bubble, because like I had no bad things to say about the show, so I'm glad somebody was like there to like <laughs> keep us on the ground. Because like I think I think you do have a point. Like I do think that the content of the show does kind of contrast badly at points with the chef style because it's definitely it's like it's an it's an adaptation that uh, probably doesn't really match what they the kind of thing that they usually do but so yeah. like, i could definitely appreciate that even if it's i don't fairly early though right like in shaft timeline no so. i mean it's a, it's after baki monogatari but before madoka and before nisa monogatari yeah i'd say you were, you were saying like then. It's it's weird. Like you were saying, I think early uh, enough. There's no toothbrush scene in any other town. Moves, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's true. But Shaft's been around for a while, and like, I'm not saying it's like their first thing. I just meant it's earlier yeah. in the timeline than there is an appropriate brother sister nakedness, though. I mean, that's well, yeah, normal but, in Japan. Yeah, also. that's not that's not a co-bathing thing. is much more normalized. Oh yeah. I mean, I think what mm. what what what's being said is that this is pre like. Mega Millions Shaft, which happened yeah, with the yeah. combination of the Monogatari series and Madoka. Madoka, mm-hmm. yeah, especially so, that one. Yeah, like Shimbo, like really gets like if you look at the fucking timeline of Shaft releases, two thousand and six to two thousand seven is Negima, and then pretty much every every fucking title afterwards has his name in it somehow, <laughs> and then you know like I don't know, it's I understand that it's good that people have and this has always been my problem with like later shaft and current shaft it's like i understand that it's like people like having these sort of things and like being able to watch a show and instantly recognize like hey that's a that's a shaft production that's a shimbo production like i understand that and i think that's fine i just it just felt a bit out of place when you're in and yet the town moves and i didn't know that the manga was not chronological either which is cool I um, don't know so, if it is. I, I'm saying I don't know. <laughs> I, right. I genuinely don't know. I, um, it's been too long since I read it. And you're right in that. I I, agree, I also agree with you. You're right in that it doesn't matter that they became friends. But then, I don't know, to go back and then be like, hey, this is the bit where they're sort of not quite friends, but they're sort of friends now. Like, yeah, it was it was really only that last episode where they're like explicitly like making it clear that they have not like they've they've met, but they haven't met in a long time like that was the only time it felt weird and that was the only reason that i like had even noticed that it wasn't chronological in a meaningful way oh that was like yeah but that was the thing that was like chapter like i can't remember i don't know off the top of my head, but say like 18 like early 20s was like the stuff before that where you're going into like 30s 40s mm-hmm. like those sort of later on chapters uh was the weirder stuff in like the higher up chapters I don't that know. The aliens and the, and the whatnot? Yeah, like the aliens that and was, time that's fairly like, early traveling. And, okay. That's fairly early on, yeah. The alien stuff I like. like and Again, like the, the, the beach episode, the mandatory beach episode, was a f- <laughs> was funny twist. And then when she resolved, when uh, the girl tried to confess and be like, hey, do you want to go to the beach? Or then said, do you want to go sk- like squid watching? And like <laughs> that never, that also never got resolved. So it was, mm-hmm. I don't know. It felt very much like I could be overthinking this, but I don't know. I enjoyed it for what it's worth, but I don't think it's the best thing that Shaft's done, and I don't think it's the best slice of life no. that I've seen. Well, either. no, the best thing they've done is Arakawa under the bridge. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Um, and look, no one's <laughs> no one's com- no one's complaining, um, so it must be right. Also, as we just <laughs> discovered, Arakawa Under the Bridge got a sequel, so it must be the better of the two. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, uh, and yet the town moves did make a JoJo reference, so you have to like it. Yes, mm. it did. Yeah, it did. Um, and now Ben makes... doesn't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> His face is not a good face right now. <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm wearing I'm my face I wear every day, so I don't know what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> well, you always don't like JoJo, so yeah. it makes sense. I think I've over. I think I've overkilled my point, but yeah. I'll, I'll, no, it's I'll, fine. It's okay, Andy. You talked yourself into hating banana fish. Now you talked yourself into hating <laughs> Soromachi. No, I don't hate it. I enjoyed a lot of it. I just, I just did like. I, I enjoyed a lot of it. I didn't. I also didn't get any emotion. You find you find the shaft style overbearing, and you feel that the a chronological setup uh, met, keeps you from connecting with the characters' paths of growth and development. Yeah. Uh, did you? How do you feel about uh, humanity has declined having a having a chronological yeah. structure? Didn't watch it. Oh, oh. my god! There we go. <laughs> I watched you the first episode. Me. <laughs> watched the first episode. I think is that the one where they go to like a bread factory and then they're oh sort of like, god. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I watched one episode. Oh my god! I'm curious <laughs> to see if the manga has the same sort of like horny directorial gaze as the, oh, the adaptation does of uh, Saramachi. Not really that what I've seen of it. A little bit. Yeah, so there's there's another sort of like Shinboism that's edging in there that might not I remember reading really it and seeing like the bath scene uh, and thinking, oh, mm, mm, ah, then I read past it. What, where, they, where they have him and his, her and her brother have a bath. It just kind of like shows off her. Yeah. but there's like t- weird t- scenes t- where like she's talking to her teacher in the teacher's lounge and like the camera is like underneath the chair and you can just see her like bare thighs hanging off the chair and like it has you know it's not like supposed to be you know a sexy scene it's just like a weird camera angle that is decided to put in the show See, this is the thing though with shaft like i don't find much of like well, i didn't find any of this bit any of uh sort of Machi particularly sexy because they would have this weird like plastic sheen around them like the fucking figurines like do you know what i mean like whenever they animate a character in a sexy pose or whatever they overly animate it and make it shiny and have like half her leg like a bright white and then the other half like the normal pink color and it's just like normal skin color for anime uh like <laughs> or her skin color i should say not normal skin color jesus where did that what are you doing did you did you have a stroke <laughs> <laughs> i just realized i might have said quite quite inadvertently racist no that's all like, <laughs> i think you're good like... <laughs> nobody is super. uh like it's uh, yeah like the way that she's they draw them just feels very odd and plasticky and not very humany does that make sense do you know what i mean it does yeah. i i like it so i don't know what to tell you but yeah. you're not you're not wrong <laughs> no, but your reaction to it is different, <laughs> different strokes for different folks ben i get it don't worry <laughs> uh yeah it's it was enjoyable like I, yeah so yeah moving on i mean pulp fiction is one of my favorite films and that is not chronological so i don't hate chronological order but when it's in a slice but of do you life, feel that you can't connect to any of the characters in pulp fiction <laughs> I don't when know. when when uh when John Travolta dances with Uma Thurman, do you do you feel close to them? Do you feel like this could be you? 
I always feel like I could be John Travolta, no matter where I am. Oh, that's, that's dangerous, that's actually. <laughs> God, he looks weird now, doesn't he? He looks yeah. like he looks like his face is made out of a PS2 game. <laughs> what? <laughs> like he's got weird polygon face. It's bizarre. Have you not seen it? Like in what was that fucking the OJ Simpson doc mockumentary? Uh, yeah, have you not seen? He's in that. It, it was. It was. It was not a mockumentary. It was. A, it, was a dramatization. it was just a dramatization of events. They weren't making fun of OJ. Oh. But no, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, like he looks like overly normal mapped or something. Yes, yeah. thank you. He looks. He looks a bit bizarre. Right. Bunch of game nerds. <laughs> okay, no, let's okay. wrap no, this you... up. <laughs> we can talk about how John Travolta looks after the podcast. <laughs> Write in how John Travolta looks, dear listeners. Uh. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to this podcast. <laughs> Rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Find us on Twitter at Keyframes Pod. Find us on Facebook at Keyframes Podcast. Just search for it. Uh, write us an email, keyframespodcast at gmail.com. Tell a friend. But as I always admonish you, not about this episode, about one of the good ones. <laughs> and we will be seeing you. If you say about every episode, then, you know, what episode... Will they watch? Well, that's the joke, my bud. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye!